Greetings, constant listeners. It's Jen to the Rage Adams. What you're about to hear is a clip from our exclusive Patreon book episode on Stephen King's new epic fairy tale. You can hear the full episode right now, though, by becoming a member of our Patreon, The Barons. In addition to this ep, you can unlock, no lie, over hundreds of hours worth of exclusive content. From our Stephen King archival series, to our Spooky Souls Midnight, to over a dozen documentaries on all your favorite Stephen King movies. We even have a few spinoff pods, Talkin' Hawkins on Stranger Things, and the newly minted Crichton cast that will cover a selection of Michael Crichton novels. So get it all by subscribing now through the link in the description of this episode, or you can visit www.patreon.com slash thebarons. Hope to see you there over long days and pleasant nights. But here's what here's part of the interview that, that King gave. I, I think we should touch on here, though, is he wrote he responded when I'm writing, I'm all about myself and about the reader. So that's a great thing to have. I won't say that I never in my wildest dreams dreamt of huge amounts of success. But what I really wanted was to be able to do it for a living. The rest has just been what us Americans call gravy. It's all gravy now. So, Mike, let me ask you a question. When it comes to King. Is it, is it all gravy for us at this point? Oh, you know, if he writes, if he writes ten more novels, right, and they don't live up to the glory days, at this point, does it really affect his legacy, or are we no. kind of in this bonus territory? Here's where I was thinking about this a lot, and I think we're we we're, we've been in bonus ter- territory for a very long time. I mean, yeah. if you really want to get down to it, he was technically there by 1980. As far as I'm concerned, because imagine if he just kind of left up in 1980. Imagine if he like saw Empire Strikes Back and he was like, all right, I'm going to write Star Wars three. Goodbye books. Mm. <laughs> You'd still have this is what he's left with. We would be left with, including Bachman. He had left us with Carrie Salem's Lot, The Shining Rage, Night Shift, The Stand, The Long Walk and The Dead Zone. I mean, wow. I-, I can't even think of best selling authors today and in the last 20, 30 years, even Crichton involved in there that would have that much articulation and that many 10 out of 10 in diamonds. I mean, so like even by 1980, had he just left, I you, th- you could make the argument that a lot of it could still be in a section of, you know, bonus material where it's like, yeah, but he still has those books. Like, look at that. Look at those books. Mm-hmm. And yet we have 40 years of it. And, you know. He could easily right now be in that like much rumored Grisham route where he's like, you know, dusting off high school and college essays and putting them out as bestsellers. But he doesn't. I mean, he's granted, you know, Under the Dome and 1122 are ideas that he had in the 70s that were kind of germinating in his mind. But he went back and then delivered some of it. And those are two of some of his best works of all time. And those are like, what, 40, 50 years, 40 years after his career started or 30 years mm-hmm. after his career started. So it's like. I mean, this is so beyond bonus material that that's why I can't really it's it's almost like hard to even get sort of somewhat critical about some of this stuff because it's almost like, you know, I'm just like happy we're watch, getting it. Yeah, like exactly. Right. You know, so that's that's kind of where I'm at with it right now. But I mean, it's just astounding the quality he's had over the years. And so, you know, if I tend to be a little more critical in this episode, know that I uh, I respect the man. Uh, but uh, well, know, after five years, if people are still having problems wrapping their heads around the fact that we might not like a, one book out of sixty, <laughs> then there yeah. there's some great free psychotherapy out there for them. Yeah, you know, what can I say, Randall? How about you? What do you what do you view? How, what's your viewpoint on this? I think the thing with King is that um, you can't. I think you can obviously say like that '70s period was 
one of the most incredible runs and he'll never really top that again. But a lot of artists, you can sort of mark a decline, right? You can say, okay, from here on out, it's downhill. Um, and even great artists, you know, like, but they'll just never be what they were. Um, I mean, even Spielberg, I think a lot of people can say that. It's, uh, I think with King, he's always, he's always had bad novels throughout his career, like even Rage and, yeah. Uh, yeah. and Roadwork from those early eras. The Running but Man. Then he'll, yeah, and The Running Man. And like throughout the 80s and throughout the 90s, he'll have a bad book. He'll have a book that a lot of people don't like or that he'll admit isn't very good, like Tommyknockers, although I'm a defender. Um, <laughs> but but then he'll release something wonderful like Misery, like mm. after that, you know, yeah. or no, I guess Misery was before Tommyknockers. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. um, he's always. I think Misery able- wasn't that after Tommyknockers. It was bef- well, I know we did our episode before because he was still on drugs when he did Misery. Um, and Tommy Knockers yeah. was the last book he wrote on drugs. So, um, ah. but it was, but I think that's the thing for me is he's shown us so many times that he still got it. Yeah. That even when he makes a dud, um, and even then, like, it's hard for me to ever say, like, uh, a King book isn't worth reading. You know what I mean? There's, there may be a few, but I think that there's always something in there that is truly unique, truly wild. Like I'm, 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 that's why I always say I'm like excited to do sell, even though I've had not a single person tell me actually sell is good. Like there's no, uh, yeah, there's I, no I cell. I can't be there for you on that. One. Right. But there's like no cell <laughs> defenders in the way that there is Tommy knockers defenders. But I know that when I read cell, which is one of the few I haven't read, I know I'm going to find something great in there and it'll make it worth it. And so I think that's my thing with King is I would love 10 more books. And even if none of them live up to, uh, you know, like I, th- when you think about his last great books, it's like Revival, uh, 1122 Under the Dome, um, at least for me. Uh, and yeah. obviously, I think later was good. I think uh, Billy Summers was was good. Um, I think like he still has that uh, ability. This is probably my least favorite of, yeah. um, you know, this more recent run, I think. Same. Although, I don't know, maybe I like it more than the Institute, but whatever. Uh, Jim, what about you? Um, I don't know. It's hard for me to think about King's legacy as a whole, you know, because I, I'm afraid that I'm going to jinx something and that we're not going to get any more books. And like I was thinking about how long this book was and how I was struggling through sections of it. And then I thought, yeah, but someday I'm going to have no more books to read, you mm. know, so it is at least a gift for me to keep reading like my favorite author. And I agree, Randall, there is something there's always something that I enjoy, even in Cell. Like there are lots of parallels to Billy Summers, which I really enjoy. So I would be interested to maybe pair those together a little bit. Um and so I don't know. I tend to think of him in like eras, you know, like there's mm-hmm. the 70s era. Then there's like the 80s cut run, which is like a lot of the kind of more bonkers stuff. And then there's my favorite Eclipse series. And so I it's hard for me to think about one of those eras as a bonus because it just feels like a different phase of his career. And it feels almost like a different writer in some sense. Like it's obviously always him. Um and you can like his voice just weaves through all of his books. You can't ignore it. But it feels so when I think about this as this bonus territory, I kind of just think of like, is this a bonus phase we're going to go into, you know, because this yeah. very much feels like the beginning of a new era for him, which is really exciting for me. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing he could write now that would make me say, oh, screw King. He sucks. 